Aaron Rodgers confirmed he's headed to the Jets. Trey Wingo has been vindicated, friend of the show, friend of Baylor. And uh, Zeke Elliott is no longer a Dallas Cowboys player. Matt Lively, a man who is all in on these uh, Buccaneers. I mean, he's got all sorts of side hustles. It appears he, Tampa Bay, um, is, is one of them. And I'm always finding out something new about him. I mean, he's been tweeting about him. Uh, Matt, what is uh, great to have you on the Matt Mosley show, where you belong? Uh, is um, what? What is this Bucks? Remind me, what is the what's the Bucks attachment that you have? Well, I, I am a born and raised Floridian, Mosley. I'm disappointed you didn't remember this, but we're we're former season ticket holders. We used to drive six hours round trip every Sunday uh, for upwards of three years. And I believe we saw one Bucks win. So we've really been down in the <laughs> trenches with Tampa Bay. I, I remember as a really young kid watching the Super Bowl with all the legends of Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks, Joe Jaravicious. Uh, and so I'm just a diehard Bucks fan. It's been one heck of a ride over the last three years with TV 12 in Tampa. So to go from Tommy to Baker seemingly overnight, you know, I'm a little upset. It's been a tough day, tough news to wake up to, but I can only be optimistic from here and hope that somehow Tampa finds a way to win some games with this guy. It's hard with you because Arizona State is is a part of you that you embrace, and so I've kind of that's where I kind of have you. That's the region I've kind of placed you in life, and then you throw that Florida thing at me. Yeah, and and then we go get back to the East Coast, and so it's hard to kind of make all that work. But I'm happy to I'm happy to try, Matt, as we as we uh, uh, continue uh, on today. Now, also, you had a loved one. Uh, your mom, Ladonna, was featured on the Today Show recently. This was part of a like a TikTok video, and uh, boy, I admire. And that, I guess that shows your youth. Your mom who's probably closer to my age, is, <laughs> is, doing, uh, is doing some TikTok videos. Now, explain this. I, and, and this is pretty remarkable stuff. And Hoda, who um, I believe is part of that Today Show, now I used to see Hoda with Kathy Lee, I feel like. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm up that early to know, but there used to be kind of a session where a couple of women would maybe have some drinks and have some fun, and, and the two of them would talk. I can't remember if Hoda was involved in that or not. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I had a great memory of it, but what, how did you, how did your family end up on the today show? Okay. So first you're at your spot on Kathy Lee and Hoda best job in television. They used to just drink wine at like 10 AM. I can't imagine how their bodies held up over all the years, but I think Kathy Lee has hung it, hung it up since then. And Hoda's now transitioned to like the main morning desk. The TikTok aspect of this comes into, I have two older brothers. We live all over the country. My mom, uh, my lovely mother, who's listening right now to this because she wanted a Mosley shout-out, she was turning 60. We all flew in to surprise her throughout the week for her 60th birthday. She did not think anyone was coming home because we live all over the place. We have jobs. But, of course, we weren't going to miss number 60. So I made a TikTok of all the videos we took of us surprising her, and this thing's blown up like 2.3 million views on TikTok. All of a sudden, we're getting told, I wasn't even contacted by NBC. I work for an NBC station. I I see Hoda talking about my mom on the Today Show. CBS News has picked this thing up. So uh, I didn't know that it was my mom that I needed to tap into 
to get some notoriety in the media world. I would have been taking advantage of this a long time ago uh, if I knew she was going to be so popular. So my mom is, is taking me to bigger and better things, I think. All right, I got to look at it again now that I know the explanation and know the players in this thing. And uh, not shocking that you would figure out how to do this. A man who's had some trouble filming recently because of uh, uh, a bum shoulder, but found his way on the Today today Show. Uh, I uh, have very, very interesting stuff. And I I would imagine you used an iPhone to to capture some of those images. Um, Have you ever used, by the way, one of those, uh, what's the thing that floats around the sky? The drones? Are you familiar with a Really? Yeah, that's a that's a tough task. You got to have a license. You've got to you've got to have some sort of government documentation to show that you're allowed to put that thing into the airspace. So I don't need a knock at my door wondering why why I was flying a drone over like a Friday Night Lights game or anything like that. I, I, I'll leave it to the professionals. Do any of our local TV people have drones? Like our local stations? Does anybody have a drone that they put in use? I, I love these, uh, like the Cowboys will do one of those things around the draft or something, or, or ESPN will do those cool things where they'll, they'll have a drone and it takes you around all the corners of a certain place, and then you kind of end up in the locker room. You know what I'm talking about, like a two, two-and-a-half-minute deal. Yeah, those are amazing-type deals. I, I want you to get registered. I'm going to talk to somebody on your behalf. Um and uh, I mean, I am, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I can do. I'd like to get you a license to, to be a drone operator because we have like big time high school teams around here. Colleen Ellison just played for a state title. The football teams win it all the time. China Spring win state titles. Lorena La Vega went and won a state title. I mean, have you been celebrating all this like I have? Lake Highlands, by the way, Class Six A state champions. Out of uh, Richardson Independent School District, isn't it fun that we have so many great high school basketball teams in Texas? And Matt, by the way, I think now Texas is the best basketball in the country. And I think probably your old uh, stomping grounds, Florida, at one point maybe could claim that. Some of the Texans end up at IMG and places like that in Florida, but I, I think, I think Texas has taken the lead in terms of the greatest talent, and I would say the Metroplex leads the way. Would you challenge that at all? No, I, I wouldn't at this point. When you look at who Ellison had to go play and Dallas Kimball, oh, my God. I, these kids would beat me by 100 points if you threw me out there. I think Florida and California can make cases for really good basketball high schools and who knows what the high school game looks like in some of those states where AAU is likely much more prominent. But I'm with you. The area right here, we have a ton of high school basketball talent. And then when you go down to Austin, when you get up to the Metroplex, and then when you go out to Houston, it's a whole nother ball game. There's so much talent coming out of this area. Uh, it's pretty awesome to see. All right. I had over 20,000 views of a tweet of the high school coach for Lake Highlands. Over 20,000 views for the Class 6A coach that I had on the other day. I mean, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it, the interest level. Matt Lively with us from Channel 6 Sports. And uh, let's tomorrow, now what's your situation going to be like? Are you going to have to 
go out and film some scenes of people at the sports bar, that type of thing. I mean, obviously your filming has been a little bit lacking lately uh, because of the injuries. We're hoping to kind of get you back in the in the rhythm here. What 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 or are you going to be? watching games at a sports bar how do you like to normally when you're not working how do you like to take in the thursday and friday of march madness of the ncaa tournament i will be not working which is huge preferably (laughs) i'm sitting on my couch i'm sitting i mean it really starts tonight for me arizona state plays at 8 10 p.m uh, they've got Nevada. If they win that game, they actually go on to play TCU, which is mm. not the matchup I wanted mm. my Sun Devils to have. And then tomorrow, you know, ideally, if I could be anywhere in the country right now, I'd probably be at a sports book in Las Vegas. I'd love to just be throwing down bets during round of 64 and round of 32. That sounds like a great time. But I'll settle for my Waco couch, uh, maybe an adult beverage in my hand throughout the day at some point, just sitting back, looking at my bracket, total anxiety attack about which which 12 I picked over a five and whether or not that's going to come to fruition. So that's pretty much how my Thursday is going to go. Very fun, very stressful, uh, but it's one of the best days of the years in sports for me. And this time right now in the calendar year, you've got the Masters in a couple of weeks, NFL free agency open today, March Madness through the beginning of April. It's an awesome time for sports. Yeah, and and you're you're stopping you're you know you're an NBC guy, and NBC's trying to get some of these sports back. Have you noticed that? I mean, they're bidding on everything, trying to get the NBA back. I mean, this is kind of exciting. We hadn't had the NBA on on NBC in about twenty twenty five years. It was when Jordan was in his prime. Was the last time it was on NBC. So I'm glad to I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see and you and Curtis are at the forefront of that. You are out there leading the negotiations. Now, Matt, what do you think of this uh this Baylor team as they get ready for the gauchos? I mean, you're you you've spent some time on the West Coast. You're familiar with UCSB, the Gauchos from University of Cal uh, California, Santa Barbara. What do you I mean, is this a should Baylor fans kind of be you know, a little bit nervous, or you feel pretty good about this thing, especially after hearing Coach Jacobs on with me yesterday in terms of how hard they've been working on rebounding. They were very <laughs> embarrassed about the rebounding performance that happened in Kansas City. And Scott even t- challenged me. I said, well, how do you coach effort, Scott? He said, show up the next two days of practice. I mean, you know <laughs> Scott and my relationship, and he kind of barked at me. And so I, you know, I kind of looked around like, am I allowed to do that? I'd like to be at those practices. But I didn't really follow up on that. Um, but they got out-rebounded very badly, 44-17 by the Cyclones. What, what kind of level of ferocity do you think we'll see from the Bears coming out tomorrow or actually Friday at 1230? I got a huge chuckle when you asked God, Drew, that. I was listening back to the press conference and – Thank God for those Big 12 tournaments where they actually have a microphone that gets passed around and so you can hear the question. And Scott, Scott did. He was like, how about you come out to practice and put a shirt on and put some shorts on and come out and, and I'll show you how we're going to rebound. I got a good chuckle out of that. Um, as far as this matchup goes, it, it, it's not a bad spot for Baylor to be in. But this, because I think if they do get to the round of 32, Creighton maybe is a better matchup than a couple of other sixes out there. But... Ooh, the Gauchos 
I'll say this. I spoke with their play-by-play guy on Monday. He's been with the team upward of five years. And he said a couple things that they do really well. They finish out games well. That means that they can make a late push or they can hold on to a lead. They're pretty good at perimeter rebounding, top 10 in the nation. Uh, And they also are top five in the nation in field goal percentage as a team. That's, you know, Baylor's not a good defensive team. Neither is this UCSB team. So I think it's going to be very high scoring. I think at the end of the day, Baylor's going to obviously have more depth. They're just a better roster. Um, But we've seen Baylor lose in this game before, 2015, R.J. Hunter in Georgia State. But I think Baylor gets through the Gauchos, but maybe it's a little closer than some might expect. They are 10.5-point favorites, but this this is not like a cupcake walk game that you have to begin the NCAA tournament. And coming off the stretch that Baylor had at the end of the season where they lose in the regular season finale and then they immediately lose in Kansas City, who knows if Langston Love's going to be a go. You know, this is going to, a lot of eyes are going to be on Baylor in this first game here. Also, just as a personal note, I covered CSUB, Cal State University, Bakersfield, having to switch around these letters to University of California, Santa Barbara, UCSB, it's been very confusing for me. Yeah, I don't it, nothing that I don't want you to be confused. That that school in Kansas City confuses me. It's it's UMKC. And I, I get that one. I think that's University of Missouri, Kansas City, maybe. And they're the Ruse. Yeah. I think they're the Ruse or something like that. Yeah, they're good, man. And I say they're good. They that that female coach, the uh the women's coach for Oklahoma State came from there. JC Hoyt. Whoa, man, they're good, huh? Oklahoma State. Now speaking of the women. What about this uh, trip to stores? I think Nikki, she was on with me yesterday. She's okay with that uh, and, and okay with that draw. Now, of course, that UConn would be, if they get past Alabama, they'll have to play against UConn. Now, this is not one of those invincible-type UConn teams. In fact, they lost a conference game this year to somebody that would just, you know, shock you. Like I, I maybe it was Marquette or somebody. Just they don't lose conference games because they don't. You know, it's, they're just too dominant. It's kind of like Baylor was all those years in the Big Twelve. But they did lose a conference game. Do am I? I I'm kind of thinking maybe the Bears could put up a fight in a game like that. You're not wrong. I mean, this isn't like the UConn Huskies of five or six years ago, maybe. Um, but at the same time, they're still UConn. Uh, it is odd to see the, the seating that they have, though. I understand that Nikki was relieved. You know, when you looked at the Charlie Cream bracketology, he, he's great with ESPN. He had them on the 8-9 line, which would have gone to face South Carolina in the round of 32. So I think any head coach is going to take a big sigh of relief when that's not the case. But at the end of the day, you have to play UConn in their home pavilion. It's going to it's a home game. Baylor has to go on the road, and that's where they actually have played best this season. They they put a chip on their shoulder and really embrace the underdog road dog mentality. But it's gonna be really tough. Alabama's lost four straight, but they're one of the best three point shooting team in, teams in the nation. We know that Baylor struggles there because of that Iowa State loss, where they put up fifty percent from three. But uh, UConn's a different story. I hope, you know, we cover Baylor. We we want them to do well. That means we get to keep covering them throughout the season. But to get through UConn is a really tough ask. 
but at least you don't have to go against Staley. And she always mentions that she thought they would put her up against LSU. Last year they had a chance to try to uh, to uh, put them on a crash course with LSU, and they didn't They didn't do it. And uh, so it's kind of interesting. I, I find that interesting that Nikki does bring that up. I mean, not a lot, but she does kind of know it's always kind of hanging out there that Kim's out there. You saw what Jay Billis said. He picked them to be in the Final Four because he said he was scared of Kim Mulkey. Which I understand. <laughs> Kim's gotten after me a few times over the years, and, and uh, although I like Kim quite a bit. Okay, the um, uh, look at some of these uh, names of schools out university. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you on something. Who are, who's UC Santa Cruz? What is their mascot? Oh my God, UC Santa Cruz, the skaters. I don't know. No, these <laughs> are fun. These are fun. You're not thinking about it because I think you would know this one. UC Santa Cruz. They are the banana slugs. Oh, I did know that. I've heard of them. Yeah, okay. And then what about UC Irvine? You got to know this Irvine. One. Oh my god, I do know. They have a really funny one. Is it the is it the anteaters or is that them? Yeah, that's got a that's that's them. I was just double checking myself on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, actually know that because I was pulling, I was pulling AP images of UC Santa Barbara today, and I saw the anteater uh, uniform. So I, I got, a, I got bailed out on that one. All right, all right. I, I've seen if there was any more. Oh, what is Santa Clara? Do you know the Santa Clara mascot? UC Santa Clara. Again, you know, it's you. You would assume that something like this. Might be some beachy California. I have no idea. Broncos. Sharks. Broncos. Broncos. That's lame. <laughs> Come on. It would not be lame if you saw the actual Bronco. I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, the Santa Clara magazine right now. This is a weird. I love weird looking. Like extremely strange looking mascots, and they've got one, <laughs> Bucky the Bronco. Okay, and okay. is a very is a very strange. In fact, I like the Bron- I like Bucky the Bronco more than I like Ralphie the Buff. And I think Colorado Whoa. still has a live mascot. Ralphie is a live they mascot. Do. But they run that peek. thing out there before every game. Yeah, this looks like a this is a very strange looking Bucky the Bronco. I want you to take a full peek at that when you get a chance, when we get off the air here. <laughs> All right? It's a, it's a huge head. I also like that Kansas State, how they do it differently than everybody else. They have the, they have the mascot head, but the human, the human arms and legs. I mean, it's just a, a flat-out human, but, they, but then, they, but then they, they wear the mascot head. For some reason, I kind of like that. It's a strange. They only had a three hundred dollar yeah. mascot budget. That's why they had a three hundred dollar <laughs> mascot budget, and so they were able to get the head off eBay. And they were like, "Well, get someone muscular because the rest of the suit's not coming." <laughs> what's the Sun Devil? What's the What's the name of the Sun Devil mascot? His name is Sparky. The, supposedly, actually, there was some inspiration from Walt Disney. And if you go way back into the history books of Sparky. It's terrifying. Uh, they made it more cartoonish as it went on, and now I think it's a great mascot now. But seriously, if you look up old school Sparky on Google Images, if, if you have kids around, don't Google this. It is a scary, scary sight. Uh, I mean, 
they should probably still have it out there, and maybe they would scare some opponents into winning some more games every once in a while. We might need to bring it back, but, yeah, Sparky's great. All right, good luck to Bobby Hurley and the gang. Now, who's where's Dan Hurley? Is he at UConn? Uh, UConn. Or is, have they, they already? Okay, run in that western region. Yeah, yeah. UConn's like a six seed in this thing, I think. And people like them. Uh, and Bobby, Bobby. Only thing Bobby's got to do is do a better job on that. He's got huge patches of sweat on those dress shirts that he wears. I love the fact that he wears a dress shirt. You know, I think coaches need to get back to dressing up and all the pullovers and all the the track suits and stuff that they wear is a little bit ridiculous. But he's got he's a very sweaty guy. All right, Matt, I think uh, this thing has devolved into where we probably need to say goodbye. Uh, shout out to LaDonna, lively out there, big time uh, out there in – wait, are they in Florida? Is she still in Florida? No, Franklin, Tennessee now. They've moved. Oh, that's right. You told me that around Christmas because you were going to relocate Franklin, Tennessee, outside of Nashville. It's all coming back to me. And, of course, I've got the Livelies. My mater- my paternal grandmother was uh, Alda Lively, and so we got all this stuff in common. And I've got a cousin named LaDonna. Uh, LaDonna Hendricks Carroll is uh, my cousin. So just a lot of a lot of similarities. It's very weird. And we have the same taste in clothes and all kinds of stuff. Uh, fashion, all of that. Okay, Matt, have a great day. Tell Curtis that I said hello, and he's dead to me after a recent decision he made. All right? Oh, there he goes. Oh, I thought you. That was good, Mosley. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. All right, good night. There he goes. Matt Lively uh, from Channel 6 and uh, can be seen nightly over there on uh, the, the news at 5 and 6 and 10 and wherever time they're doing news these days. All right.